0: When we talk about people development and organizations, you always tend to focus on skill development for the individual contributors and the top, the leadership development. But there's a very important layer in between these two, which is the managerial layer, which is often ignored when it comes to development. So what makes a good manager or an effective manager and how can we train someone to be a good manager? Let's close the loop on this one. Joining me on Close the Loop is Veena Satish, the head of HR for more engage. Veena, welcome to close the loop.
1: Thank you, Srini. Thanks for having me here.
0: So uh, off the bat, let me ask this question. Are managers really the forgotten employees of an organization With so much focus on the top and the bottom?
1: I don't believe they have completely been forgotten. Um, yes, there is a kind of a prioritized focus upon the top management as well as on the bottom. But I completely don't agree with the fact that their managers lot have been forgotten. It's a crucial role in any organization because Mm -hmm. they are the ones who help us connect the dots in terms of moving towards a goal. So companies do realize it, Mm -hmm. uh, do appreciate it, but however... Is the only theoretical approach in terms of training them and scaling them up up in an organization is good enough is a question that we need to think think about. And I think there's also this thought
0: process that do we really need managers? Like can't we just make do with team leads who manage the kind of manage the day-to-day and when it comes to larger things like appraisals, promotions, they can make recommendations and a a BU head or a, a more senior person can take the call. Like is there a shift in thinking there as well?
1: Yeah, it's highly possible to have the leadership involved directly in the performance appraisals and promotions and those aspects of it. In fact, that approach promotes a lot more transparency and builds in a better relationship between the ICs and the leaders. Mm -hmm. So the advantages of it are there, certainly there. and, And I wouldn't deny the fact. Mm. And uh, you could always leverage the team leads who are more kind of technical experts uh, uh, to bring in that attribute in terms of the contributions of individuals Mm. and feed in that information to uh, the leaders. But having said that, is that even a scalable model? For this model to be effective... You know, it's important for the leaders to be very hands on. Right. Are they willing to kind of spend that much of a time in coaching, mentoring, guiding yeah. people? Mm-hmm. And do they have the bandwidth to understand the weakness and the strengths of individuals? Right. So that it makes it becomes more personalized Correct. you know, appraisal process. Otherwise it is it's got no meaning, right? Yeah, because we've
0: spoken on the show about how not everyone's cut out to be a manager yeah. and how you, you pretty much take the best player yeah. and you just make them a manager. Right. Uh, and have you seen instances where people have just been promoted to being managers when they're not really ready for it. Yeah, we
1: keep seeing that on a daily basis. And it's a general tendency that if somebody is strongly delivery oriented, Mm -hmm. um, it becomes uh, important to promote them and so on. And we have seen that in every walks, right? Right. So it is very important for you to kind of prepare them and then kind of promote them into the managers and into a managerial route rather than having them just move up completely based on their delivery mm-hmm. uh, deliveries so in one of the previous companies we i worked for in fact we had a very experiential way of transitioning, transitioning people yeah. from ic's into a managerial right. role right so we actually gave them a dummy team to manage for a period of about 3 to 6 months okay. alongside of course some typical learning was this was a large organization that you were part this of? was a large organization okay. obviously right. and feedback played a crucial uh, Mm. aspect there. So with all these things, only then they qualified to become a manager. Right, right. So it
0: uh, brings us back to the the question that we started with, right? So uh, now we've uh, realized that not everyone can be a manager, but okay, that's the reality of the game that you might have to promote people who are not quite ready, but is there an understanding of what makes an effective manager? So at least you have a benchmark.
1: Every organization defines its manager effectiveness in a very different way. And assesses it also very differently, right? Right. So the metrics what, uh, and the evaluation that happens on manager effectiveness also can right. vary drastically. Hmm. But having said that, you know, there are certain set of universal competencies which, yeah. by and large, most of the organizations okay. so align what, with. What are the... Like uh, typically, I mean, if you look at the goal setting process or right. the, goal achievement process in terms of how capable one is to achieve Mm -hmm. his or her own goals and how can they drive that towards the team Mm -hmm. it could be about the communication skills Mm -hmm. how good is one person about the communication skills Mm -hmm. how can they manage in terms of um, you know expectation setting or even delivering the feedback or Mm -hmm. even managing any kind of issues Mm -hmm. that the team comes up with can you get the diverse perspective Mm -hmm. and align them all together right and um, it's also about how employee engagement you can kind yeah. of manage right are you able to create that positive work culture mm-hmm. are you able to make make it more inclusive for people right right. right? so, so that's, a are, whole, that's a whole lot of competence absolutely so I mean the list goes on yeah, honestly yeah, as yeah. I said but those are the things that are widely accepted even if you look at some of these managerial effectiveness trainings mm-hmm. that are available largely focuses on these competencies, right, mm-hmm. right? and that's how they get measured, right, right? so uh, so that's that's where But do managers
0: a- today realize that they need to have all these competencies, they're a general level, like of course uh, you as a HR leader knows that this is re- required, yeah. but you pick an average manager out there does yeah. he or she know that okay i need to build these competencies yeah. is there a, like a, tech, a technical uh, engineer will know that i need to learn these skills right but right. does a manager really know what they need to learn
1: so in large companies again and yeah. or in a company which is very well process driven right uh, People do know in terms yeah. of what they're expected of and so on. However, the weightage is not defined very mm. significantly in every company, mm-hmm. right? But in smaller companies, obviously, there is no definition of these competencies too. So, there is still a large population out mm-hmm. there still believe that uh, manager effectiveness is all about delivery and getting uh, things done. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So, there is that strong belief. And in all fairness,
0: that's what their leadership also cares about. And that's all they, they care
1: about, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that is what it matters for them. So. Right. Um, that's where is the gray area and mm-hmm. it has it continues to remain for a very long time that mm. way, unfortunately.
0: And today, when companies budget for for development, I know yeah. that uh, people development budgets are yeah. there, L&D budgets are there. How much of it is really de- dedicated to managers? If you leave aside those certifications and all
1: right those? again, uh, you know, kind of varies from companies to companies mm. and so on. Uh, there are organizations who dedicate exclusive budgets for uh, you know for manager effectiveness mm. and so on. Again, I personally am not a very big fan about. Um, only the training aspect and theoretical mm. aspects of it right. because i don't i don't say that they don't get me anything but mm. it has its own place no right. doubt about it but that's where it gets a lot of times left out mm-hmm. you know it's important for you to take it one notch about in terms of see how that learning has been deployed or has it been carried from an experience standpoint right, right? so there are many other ways and means where you can kind of utilize those and I personally believe that mm-hmm. that's where uh, it helps the manager to grow better rather than just going through some classroom training right, traditionally. Right. Yeah, And
0: uh, of course, you mentioned that in larger companies, it's a little bit better because uh, even if the manager is not attuned to it, they somebody is there to tell them that, listen, this is where you're lacking and you yeah, need to. Yeah. But how do you solve for a relatively smaller organization? I know you, now you work for a growing company, yeah. I work for a growing company, how do you solve it for smaller companies?
1: Yeah. So so it's an interesting theory, you know, smaller companies, one of the attraction factor is also about giving them higher roles, yes. right? And higher titles. And many times we promote them uh, oriented towards delivery and so on. So. It's it's a huge change management process yeah. exercise, honestly speaking, you need to really have your leaders help them understand in terms of why is it important not to make keep growing somebody in the manager yeah. effectiveness until unless they're cl- uh, clear. And it is also used as a retention strategy today. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at smaller organizations, there is a, there is a manager one, manager two, manager three. Yeah. I mean, Nobody knows what they do. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, so it's, it's a. Good what does it feel, even mean? What yeah, is it? Yeah. It's a feel good factor for an individual, yeah. honestly speaking. But what leaders don't understand by doing this is it's only a band aid approach. Right. right it's not going to sustain for long that's right. right it's uh it's important for us to define it's important for us to focus upon as you kind of grow and scale the organization mm-hmm. it's very important for you to set aside mm-hmm. certain um, you know importance towards uh, manager right. effectiveness right. so i think the first and foremost You need to get into a practice of setting certain specific areas, driving and and also defining certain metrics Mm -hmm. um, to measure them and show how it kind of aligns to the larger scheme of things. Along those seven, eight dimensions that you... Absolutely. So it's very important to do that. And that's a huge mind shift change. I
0: think in the past, there used to be this concept called, I don't know if it's there anymore, called the people manager. So this is larger than the IT world where... You, you had a functional reporting, like day-to-day work-related. Delivery was you are the person that you yeah. reported to. And but functi- you had someone else who was right. not in your org at right. all, who dealt with all the other stuff. Right. So do you think uh, there is potential for that to make a comeback today? I think
1: that is changing. At uh, least in the tech industry, it is significantly mm-hmm. changing, right? I mean, there are no more uh, companies who are only having, like, just ma- sit and manage the people. Right. right, right. There's nothing else you got to deal with and so on. Uh, today's managers, by and large, are more like the, techno functional managers right right? right. but it still has a heavy weightage towards delivery yeah right so um, I mean there are pros and cons of both these models that way but I think uh, where the organizations suffer is in Mm -hmm. terms of when there is no as I said weightage and the clarity that is provided on both these goals Um, so that's I think Mm -hmm. it's still a long journey honestly speaking.
0: Uh, the last point I want to touch upon with respect to managerial effectiveness is, you know, we are a healthcare company, so we work with a lot of companies and we understand that the health situation among corporate India, among the employees is not so great because uh, there's physical health, there's ob- obesity, diabetes, hypertension is on the rise, mental health issues are on the rise. People are talking about it. Uh, and I feel like with this, uh, with managers not being trained enough, yeah. they probably are not even being trained to even look for signs when someone yeah. is depressed, yeah. someone is anxious. Yeah. Someone has some other issues. Yeah. So w- w- what have you seen in the in the industry there? So
1: the managers have to kind of equip uh, themselves and adapt to change their leadership style, right. especially to manage the virtual teams. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's very important on that. And, uh, you know, there is the saying uh, called as you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Right. So I would say in first place, it's important for the managers to take a step back. Mm. And uh, kind of uh, figure out their mental well-being because yeah. there's so much of an expectation and ask from the managers today. Mm. Um, you have to manage the expectations of the on um, the higher-ups, you need to manage uh, flexibility at the down, you need to manage uh, bringing in positive work environment, yeah. you need to manage delivery, you need mm. to manage um, you know uh, inclusivity. There's yeah. a whole there's lot a of lot. expectations yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you see there is more, more of burnout in the management layer that's right right? so i as i said you know it's important for them to first of all take a step back and which is impacting their productivity and and collate themselves in their mental well-being yeah um so that they can impart that it's the first thing i think they should sit back and introspect in terms of what is uh, what am i good at and what Mm. am i not good at That's right. And be open and vulnerable, you Mm. know, to uh, the people in terms of saying that hey, here is what I can bring onto the table. And there is this myth Mm. about if there is a manager, um, he should be the problem solver of the earth.
0: He always he knows he has all the answers. Yeah, you
1: have all the answers. uh, Right. And you need to give me all the solutions. Mm which is not true and even always also managers have a tendency to uh, be extremes right either the way too controlling mm. or the way too lenient that's so true. Yeah. this is a balance that managers should constantly mm. work and look about right. and take a step back and do this so people have to take time to step back to understand to these understand. new modalities yeah. yeah
0: and for the hr community that's uh, tuning in to watch the show what would be one or two things that you would tell them so that they can inspire their organization to give more attention to manager effect,
1: right? So I think you know mental. I mean, there are so many programs and initiatives that are running today, and there is heavy focus on mental well being and and physical well being yeah. holistically yeah, as yeah. well being per se, right? It's very, but there are organizations which again do are doing it like a checkbox, yeah, right? So. Every, it's become so competitive right people do have identified need, mm. but I think it is also uh, Deploying it saying that okay X company is doing it. So I'm giving it to you or Y company is doing it I'm giving it to you I would say even if you give two things which is fine Which is making more sense. It's yeah. important for you to recheck and see how is it making a difference right. in terms of the individuals as well as the company right, so uh, It's good to see give a basket of offerings. Yeah but it's important to understand what are you trying to achieve yeah right and what what is that you're tra- and how are you trying to measure it and so on mm-hmm. so that it it makes sense to the employees as yeah. well as to you
0: great thank you so much for joining us on the loop Vina.
1: it was great talking to you Srini thank you thank
0: you